Well, hello and welcome back to The Daily Brew, the devotional where every day we drink a new brew of coffee and we see what God is brewing for us in the Bible. Yes, it's cheesy, but it's true. And you join me on the road for the final week of the year. It's crazy, but we're here in Melbourne, Australia, and I'm so excited to have you with me for day 358 of 365 days of Bible reading. We have only got seven days to go we're covering the bible in a whole entire year no matter where you are around the world and whatever platform you're on joining me today it is so good to have you here with me today let's talk about scriptures we're going to be reading and then we'll get into our bible for today psalm 147 verse 1 to 11 revelation chapter 16 verse 1 to 21 and nehemiah chapter 1 verse 1 to chapter 2 verse 20 it's a new book for the start of our final week of the Daily Brew. It is going to be fantastic. No coffee today, unfortunately, so whatever brew you've got, I have a bottle of water with me here, um, so that could be my brew for today. But no matter what brew you have, let's get into the Bible, the reason that we are here. Genuine repentance starts with being brokenhearted. Now, this might sound strange or heavy, but the key here is that our hearts are broken before the Lord, meaning that we break our pride and we yield to the Master. Here's the good news. God is the God who heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. God takes our broken heart and he rebuilds us in his image and in his strength. Repentance is a state of humbling ourselves before God. If we don't, we're cast into the ground like the wicked. We see here in our psalm that the Lord actually sustains the humble. God doesn't just sustain the humble. He takes us forward and restores us to the fullness of his image. God's desire is for all of his children that, that we would look back with repentance, but we would also look up with rejoicing. Repentance and rejoicing go hand in hand. We repent and we rejoice at who God is and what he has done for us. Okay, strap yourself in because this part of Revelation is one of the most intense and potentially terrifying in the entire Bible. This is the description of God's final judgment. It describes the last seven plagues and, and it all ends in Armageddon. But there are also four things that we can find comfort during this chapter. It's not all doom and gloom. The first thing is that Jesus is coming back. That's a very good that's a very good piece of news for all those who follow and worship him. The second thing is that Jesus has actually taken our judgment on himself. The words it is done, mirror it is finished on the cross. They remind us of what Jesus actually achieved for those who believe on the cross. Believe uh, for those who believe what he achieved on the cross. It is done, it is finished. Number three, judgment only falls on those who refuse to repent and glorify him. God gives people the opportunity to repent of what they have done, just like he did with Pharaoh in the book of Exodus time and time again. Number four, judgment or the judgment of God is a just process. It's not just a process, but it's a just process. God is a just God. He's not erratic and he's not a random dictator. We can find a lot of comfort in this, the fact that he is just and his judgment is also just. Listen, we need to sort our lives out now. We need to make sure that we don't have any refusal to repent in our own hearts and respond to God's grace for ourselves. This is the call of God for us as individuals. Okay, it's time for a new book, and this is the book of Nehemiah, and it actually shares links to the book of Ezra. They do not specifically name their author. However, both the Jewish and Christian traditions hold that the prophet Ezra wrote both these books. It's believed that both these books are written between 458 and 420 BC, either during or just after the times of the events recorded in these books. Nehemiah is the cupbearer of the king, and I practice this, Artaz. Ar 
A-R-T-A-X-E-R-X-E-S. Artisikis. This was uh, a position of high honor. And this position uh, of familiarity with the king, even in this position, he hadn't forgotten his people. The news brought to him about Jerusalem made him very sad. And the sadness couldn't actually be hidden from the king. The Jewish people had been taken back home for almost a hundred years, but had made no attempt to rebuild Jerusalem beyond the restoration of the temple because, well, their enemies had uh, had simply made it impossible. When Nehemiah reached Jerusalem in 445 BC, Ezra had already been there for about 13 years. Now, Ezra was the priest and had been there to teach the people uh, the word of God. But Nehemiah was a civil governor and he had come with the authority of the king of Persia to rebuild the wall of Jerusalem. This is what he has come to do. So what do we take from this book? Well, Nehemiah left a life of ease and luxury and security for a life of toil and danger and heartbreaks. Nehemiah was a reformer and no one being reformed truly appreciates the person who is doing the reforming. Nehemiah was a man of prayer. He was fearless and courageous. We don't find a blot in his character at all. So how do we measure up? Are we like Nehemiah, or are we in need of a Nehemiah in our lives? Verse of the day. Verse of the day today, Nehemiah chapter 1 verse 9 says, But if you return to me and obey my commands, then even if your exiled people are at the furthest or farthest horizon, I will gather them from there and bring them to the place I have chosen as a dwelling for my name. Listen, this is evidence further that God gives us the opportunity to repent. He says, even those who are exiled, even if they're the furthest away, I will bring them back. I will gather them to me if you return to me and obey my commands. That's repentance. To return to God and obey his commands, no matter who we are, God will gather us up and bring us into a place of safe dwelling. And that is it for the Daily Brew today, day 358 of 365 days, seven days to go, six now, and we are on our final approach to land this devotional plan. It has been such an honor and a joy bringing you day seven. Come back tomorrow for another day. We're going to be here in Melbourne again, so make sure you come back and join me for more Bible, more brews, and of course, more banter. Well, no, no, no brews, more water. Praise God. Stay hydrated. And we'll see you back here tomorrow. If it's the start of your day, have a great rest of your day. Unless it's sleep time, good night, sleep tight. And we'll see you back here tomorrow for another day of the Daily Brew.